Welcome to the Comic Web Superman Old Time Radio Podcast, where each week we bring you an exciting radio episode from the early years of the Man of Steel. The Comic Web sells old time radio programs and comic books. Comic Web also offers two other podcasts. One is a variety of old time radio programs, and the other is a video podcast of old movie serial cliffhangers. You can find them on our website, comicweb.com, or just type Comic Web into iTunes and you should find them. Now just sit back, relax, and enjoy this episode of Superman. Thank you. Faster than a speeding bullet, more powerful than a locomotive, able to leap tall buildings at a single bound. Look, up in the sky, it's a bird, it's a plane, it's Superman! Kellogg's Pep, P-E-P, Pep. Kellogg's Pep, the sunshine cereal presents The Adventures of Superman. Clark Kent gets his first clue to the whereabouts of Perry White. But as he sets out to track it down, the racketeers go a step further in their effort to kill the Daily Planet's campaign to expose them. Hello there, gang. This is your pal Dan McCullough. You know, you're missing out on something the other kids are having a lot of fun with if you're not collecting that exciting new series of comic buttons from packages of Kellogg's Pet. Yes, sir, you're going to be out in the cold when the fellows and girls compare notes and tell how many different pep comic buttons they've collected so far and swap their duplicates, too. And you wouldn't want to miss wearing these nifty-looking buttons on your jacket or your dress or cap because they really are nifty, no kidding. Bright-colored and flashy with the pictures of your funny paper favorites standing out clear and sharp as anything. Old friends like Toots and Casper and Barney Google and Superman himself. Now, there are 18 new and different buttons in this series. So hop to it. Ask Mom to get you plenty of Kellogg's Pep. That's the only way you can get these Pep comic buttons, you know. You don't send in any money, not even a box stop. And you can't buy them anywhere, but there's a comic button in every package of Kellogg's Pep. And there's a load of good eating in Kellogg's Pep, believe me. A super delicious dish for breakfast. Because these golden toasted whole wheat flakes are packed with catchy sunshine flavor. Crisp and fresh as can be. So ask Mom for Pep, gang. That's P-E-P. The sunshine cereal, Kellogg's Pep. Now the adventures of Superman. When threats and even an attempt to blow up the Daily Planet failed to stop Editor Perry White from exposing a huge real estate racket, Brock Nielsen, ringleader of the racketeers, had White abducted. Then Nielsen phoned Clark Kent and warned that unless the planet stopped their racket-busting campaign, White would never be seen again. To prove that he was still alive, White was permitted to speak to Kent. And when he got on the phone, the fighting editor urged Kent to ignore the racketeer's threat. A second later, two pistol shots were heard, and the phone connection was broken. As we continue early the next morning, we find Kent and cub reporter Jimmy Olsen haggard and worried in the office of their absent chief at the Daily Planet. Listen. I'm afraid Mr. White's dead, Mr. Kent. No, no, no. I don't think so, Jim. But you heard Mr. White stop talking after the shots over the phone. Yes, but I still think he's alive because the racketeers grabbed him so they could use him as a hostage to make us stop our stories about them. They know that the moment they do away with him, their control over us is finished. Cheapers, I don't... But I can't understand why they haven't called me up again. Well, why should they? They know we go to press in three hours, and we announced yesterday that we're running another big story on the housing racket today. Gosh, if only Sheriff Johnson had been able to trace that phone call last night. Yes, if. Or if Inspector Henderson could just find a clue to those guys. Well, that's another if. But I know he's doing everything possible. After all, he oh, only has... Oh, no, get it. No, no, let me take it. Okay, here. Hello? I'd like to speak to Clark Kent. It's important. Uh, one moment, please. This is our man, Jim. The racket 
here? Yes, hop into the city room and see if you can get the operator to trace this call. Hurry up. Okay. Hello? Hello. Kent speaking. Sorry to keep you waiting. I was... Uh... I know who this is, don't you, Kent? Why, uh, let me see now. Your voice is rather familiar, but... I called but... you last night. Then I let you speak to your friend Perry White. You oh, oh, yes, Out yes. Out of you... the talking, you just listen. Now, look. Nothing's happened to White yet. You get me? But those shots, you mean... I said nothing happened to White yet. But plenty will happen to him if any more stories about you-know-what come out in the Daily Planet. You understand? Well, I think I understand, but... Okay, just so you understand. Remember... One more story about us and White is finished. Now, wait a minute. How do I know you're telling the truth? I mean, that Mr. White is still alive. I'm telling you he is. That's no proof. It'll have to do. I said he's alive so far. But one more wrong story in the planet and he won't be. Well, wait a... Wait a minute. Hello. 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 Oh, he hung up. If only Jim was able to trace that call. Jim. Jim, listen. Did you... Come on, operator. How about it? Oh, he did, huh? Okay, thanks for trying. Bye. No luck, huh? No. First we had to find out what trunk line on our switchboard his call was on, and by that time he'd hung up. Uh-oh. Look, how about Mr. White? What did that guy say? Well, he said the chief was alive. He did? Mm-hmm, but he wouldn't let me talk to him. Well, why not? Said he wasn't taking any chances on the chief telling where he is. Sounds like a stall to me. It could be. I think it is. I think the reason he wouldn't let you talk to Mr. White is because he... He can't talk anymore. Oh, now, now, take it easy, Jim. Well, I'll admit that's a possibility, but... I don't know. I'm inclined to believe he's alive. Now I don't know what to do about the story. What story? The page one follow-up on the housing racket we plan to run today. This fellow who called says if we run it, the chief is finished. He's finished anyhow, I'm sure of it. Oh. So let's run the story. We've got to get those racketeers. I don't know, Jim. We owe a duty to the public to save them from being swindled, but if the chief's life is at stake, I... Well, I don't know, Jim. This is one of the toughest decisions I've ever faced. Yeah, it sure is. But I'll I think... Mr. Kent. Listen. Oh, go away, Beanie. We can't be bothered. And I didn't know about Mr. White, Jim. No. Go away, will you please? Okay, Jim, okay. I just thought you'd like to know that some guy came in about the racket works, folks. What? Huh? Now, I'll tell him to come back some other time. No, wait a minute, Beanie. Wait. Who is this man? I don't know. He says he thinks maybe he got gypped in a housing racket. Oh. And he read in the Daily Planet where we asked people who got gypped to get in touch with us. So oh, tell him... Where to... is this man? I told him to wait in your office. But I'll send him away. Oh, no, you won't. I want to see him. Come on, Jim. My name is Duncan, Mr. Kent. Art Duncan. Oh, I'm glad to know you, Mr. Duncan. I'm Clark Kent. Pleased to meet you, Mr. Kent. And this is Jim Olson. How are you? How do? I understand it, Mr. Duncan. You came to see us about the housing racket. Yeah. You know, something kind of funny came up about some land that I bought. I talked it over with my wife, and we thought maybe it'd be a good idea if I came down here and talked it over with you. Well, I'm glad you did. Uh, would you tell us what happened? Well, about a week ago, a guy called me up. He said his name was Miller, and he had a proposition that he thought I'd be interested in. I understand you and your family are looking for a place to live, Miss Duncan. Oh, you're not kidding, brother. You know, since I got out of the Army about six months ago, my wife and myself and our two kids have been bunking in one room. Well, then, what I have in mind is it interests you. You see, I represent a large subdivision in Bunker Heights. Now, do you know where that is? Why, sure, that's just over the river. It's kind of nice up there. Oh, yes, yes, it is indeed. Fine place for children, too. Yeah. Well, we're selling building lots quite reasonably and erecting houses on them, only for veterans. Uh-huh. You see, we feel the men who fought for their country deserve a decent place to live. At a price they can afford. Hey, that's wonderful, Mr. Miller. Uh, look, uh, 
How much money are you getting for those lots? Well, we're selling nice big building plots for as low as fifteen hundred dollars. Fifteen hundred dollars. That's huh? right. Well, that's that's not bad. And what's more, we'll put up a nice little house for you for another five thousand dollars. Sixty-five hundred dollars for a house and a lot in Bunker Heights, huh? That's right. Well, gee, that's a bargain, Mister Miller. But uh, I'm afraid I haven't got that kind of money. Well, I understand. However, we've prepared to take a mortgage for half the price, Miss Duncan. You will. Let's see, then. That that means that I'd only need uh, $3,250 in cash. That's right. Now, if you can raise that much, we can close the deal, start building next month. Oh, boy. Wait till Nancy hears about this. Of course, the land is going pretty fast. So if you're interested, you better get out here as soon as you can. Oh. Well, uh, look, I can come out on Saturday afternoon. How's that? Well, that's fine. Fine. I'll be looking for you. Goodbye, Miss Duncan. So last Saturday, Mr. Kent, my wife and I hustled out there to Bunker Heights. We met this fellow, Miller. Seemed like a nice sort of guy. He showed us around. Well, we picked out a nice lot and made some plans for our house, and gosh, we thought we were all set. Of course you did. Tell me, Mr. Duncan, did you give him a deposit? And how? Fifteen hundred bucks. Fifteen hundred bucks? Quiet, Jim. Go on, Mr. Duncan, then what happened? Well, like I said, my wife and I thought we were all set with our own little home by now, and boy, we were really happy. But last night, I ran into an old pal of mine. I told him about my deal, and he looked surprised. He lives over near Bunker Heights, and he says that that land always belonged to some rich old codger who lives in California and who always refused to sell any part of it. Well, maybe he changed his mind. Well, Did I... You could... investigate, Mr. Duncan? No, not yet. You see, this only happened last night, and uh-huh. also I, I don't know how to go about it. So when I read your stories in The Planet about this housing racket, I thought maybe I'd better come to you. Well, we'll be glad to look into it for you. What name appears on your receipt? I mean, who's the seller of the land? The Bunker Heights Realty Corporation. Okay, we'll go right over to the county clerk's office and check this at once. You stay here, Jim, in case there are any more calls. Come on, Mr. Duncan. This may be the clue I'm looking for. Bunker Heights, here we are. Who's registered as the owner, Mr. Clerk? Let's see. Well, here's the name. James E. Mitchell. Residence, Pasadena, California. Well, that's the name that my friend mentioned, Mr. Kennedy. Gosh, it looks like I was chipped. Yes, but it looks as if I've found a clue to Perry White at last. Come on, Art. You and I are going out to see Mr. Miller. And fast. We'll be back in a moment with the exciting climax of today's episode. So stand by. You know, gang, one of the best things about this new series of comic buttons that now come in packages of Kellogg's Pet is that you'll have them a long, long time. They won't wear out because they're enameled on real sturdy metal. And those bright colors are long-lasting, too. Well, you'll want to keep right on wearing those smart-looking buttons pinned on your jacket or your dress or cap so everybody can see how many you've collected. As for doggone good fun, well, you can't beat the excitement of trading duplicates with your pals. And, you know, each one of these pictures is straight from the funny papers. There's Toots and Casper, the Inspector, and the Barney Google, uh, four from Dick Tracy, Pat Patton, Tess Trueheart, Vitamin Flintheart, and Chief Brandon, and Superman, of course. Eighteen new and different comic buttons and all. So get busy, gang. Remind Mom to keep you supplied with plenty of Kellogg's Pet. Because these are the prize packages where you get your comic buttons. You can't buy them anywhere, and you don't send in any money, not even a box stop. But whenever you open a package of Kellogg's Pet, there's your comic button for your collection. And think of all the super delicious eating Pep gives you for breakfast, too. Why, those good whole wheat flakes are so full up with catchy sunshine flavor, why, you practically can't resist them. So, gang, ask Mom for P-E-P, the sunshine cereal, Kellogg's Pep. 
Clark Kent and Art Duncan are en route to Bunker Heights in Kent's car. Mr. Miller, the man Kent believes can lead him to Perry White, is just answering the telephone in his tiny, brightly painted real estate office. Bunker Heights Realty Corporation, Frank Miller speaking. Look, Miller, this is Brock Nielsen. Oh, yes, Mr. Nielsen. Hey, listen, I got a couple of hot new prospects. Stay quiet and listen, will you? Now get this. I want you to take all your papers and get out at once. You mean scram? That's right. And don't lose any time. I just got word that the police are checking on all unknown real estate offices around Metropolis. Uh-oh. Now, we'll lay low until the heat is off. A couple of days when the cops draw a blank and the Daily Planet lays us off, well, we can go to work again. Well, how about the planet? I thought you were going to take care of them. Don't worry, I am taking care of them. Now, close up and beat it. Don't waste any more time. Okay, Mr. Nielsen, I'll blow fast. So long. Placing the telephone, Frank Miller quickly scoops some papers from his desk into a large envelope, dons his hat and coat, and steps out of his office, locking the door behind him. Does this mean that Clark Kent has lost his one clue to Perry White? If so, what will he do now? We'll learn more in tomorrow's exciting episode, so be sure to tune in. Same time, same station. And remember, for breakfast, it's Kellogg's Pep. For excitement, the adventures of Superman. Superman is the copyrighted feature appearing in Superman DC comic magazines and is brought to you Monday through Friday at the same time by Kellogg's Pep, the sunshine cereal. You know, gang, words can have a wonderful taste to them. Like on a frosty morning, you can almost taste words like crisp, crunchy, crinkly, crumbles. Sure, that name just fits, doesn't it? Crumbles, Kellogg's Crumbles. Just seems to go with words like crisp and crunchy. It's such a toasty kind of cereal. Sort of sweet and mellow rich. And you know, it's the only cereal in the whole wide world in those little crinkly shreds of good whole wheat. Crisp, crunchy, crinkly, crumbles for breakfast. Kellogg's Crumbles. And be sure to be with us tomorrow for the thrilling adventures of Superman. This is the Mutual Broadcasting System.